Support comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies. Held on select Fridays in May, each film touches upon artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, kicking off with Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro on May 10th at nortonsimon.org. Support for Alaist comes from Visual Communications, presenting VC Film Fest, celebrating 40 years of Asian and Native Hawaiian Pacific Islander filmmaking, with over 200 films May 1st through 10th. Info at festival.vcmedia.org. Alaist Studios. Hey LA, as we wrap up the year, we want to bring you a little postcard from the How to LA team. 2023 had its chaotic and stressful moments, so we wanted to share some traditions and tips for starting 2024 off with a little peace and some things we want to try in the new year. As for me, I'm going to see if I do this tradition, which a lot of Latino families I feel like do. Um, they pack up a suitcase before the clock strikes 12. And as soon as it becomes midnight, you're supposed to run around the house certain times that you want to travel throughout the year. So that's a tradition a lot of people I know do. And the one thing I want to do in the new year is actually visit all of the L.A. County museums, because as I found out through my reporting this year on How to L.A. is that there's a lot more to discover with museums. So I'm going to try to hit up the Science Center, um, LACMA again, and just all the things I haven't done in years. So that's my thing and my tip for y'all to do. So how about we call on producer Victoria Alejandro, your first stop. Hi, Brian. Okay, my tradition is I'm Puerto Rican, and every year my dad, on, on New Year's Eve, he'd mop the whole house, and when the clock strikes midnight, you'd throw the dirty water out of the front door, and that's to represent getting rid of all of your negative energy from the last year and starting the year with a clean house and a clean energy. So I think I'm going to do that this year, just get my apartment in order. Love that. And in the new year, I really want to spend more time downtown. I found out recently that there are these free workshops out of the Central Library downtown, and they have like poetry and fiction and all of these like different arts. So I want to spend more time downtown. I want to take a workshop and just be in community. You better let me know how it goes. I sure will. All right, Erica Washington, what do you have for us? I like to go over my family's house. There's so, always someone cooking black eyed peas and collard greens in preparation of the New Year's, either on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. It's a tradition rooted in the South. Mm -hmm. um, and as we know, a lot of black people came from the South to the Northwest, all over America through the Great Migration. So they carried those traditions over to where they settled. You prepare and you eat black eyed peas for good luck. And collard greens is to bring in more money. Hey, I love that. And I'm going to challenge myself to do this thing called the 75 hard. What is that? <laughs> really, it's a physical and mental challenge. So for 75 days, you work out twice a day for 45 minutes each. One has to be outside. You drink one gallon of water. You're on a diet. There's no alcohol for 75 days. This sounds like a Beyonce diet, by the way. <laughs> and you read. 10 pages of a book every day. The 75 hard might not be for everyone. I'm not recommending it. This is something that I am doing personally. However, I think you should do whatever you feel like will be intentional for you, will be the best for you to become the best version of yourself. 
Wow. Yeah. Let me know how that goes. That sounds very transformational. Yeah, hold me accountable. Starting I will. January 1st. All right. I got you. All right. <laughs> Tony, what do you have for us? What are you going to be doing for your tradition and what you what are you doing for 2024? Similar to Erica, um, my family eats grapes um, once midnight hits. It's 12 grapes each uh, for like a wish. So you're wishing for something for each grape. But leading up to New Year's, what my family likes to do is they like to do karaoke. Aww. You know, bringing that positive, lively energy into the new year. What's your song, though? Uh, something by Elvis Crespo. Okay. Yeah, you know, Wait, fun. I'm going to have to see that video. So, <laughs> <laughs> something fun, something bouncy. And then this new year... I, I would like to go biking more. I live in Huntington Park right there down Florence. They're building a lot of new bike lanes, which is interesting because the lanes are already really small. Um, but I want to use them, you know, check them out. Really explore the city with bikes. Yeah. All right. I love that goal. And last but not least, Megan Botel, what do you have for us? Mine is very practical. I kind of like to see the new year as kind of a more dramatic version of like, the way I get when I start a new week or a new month and just really have things in order, meaning tie up all my loose ends. Like I have a to-do list of stuff I don't want to do. This week I put in shelves. It's been on okay. my to-do list for two months. So I have like three three or four more of those tasks that I, I plan to get done the next couple of weeks. Um, clean, which we've all talked about. Yeah, have everything nice and tidy. The way you start your year, I think, is like the way your year will go. I don't really think that, but people say that. So, And yeah, I just like to start the new year off clean, bright, you know, zen, calm. And speaking of calm and zen, the new year is also a time when a lot of people try to, you know, implement new habits. And a lot of people might want to start meditating or doing other things to calm our nervous systems. So today we wanted to re-air this episode about this thing called walking meditation, which if you don't know, you'll learn and some great places where you can do that here in LA. And we'll hear some of those Zen moments right after this break. Stick with us. Support for LAS comes from Latino Theater Company at the Los Angeles Theater Center presenting American Mariachi by Jose Cruz Gonzalez. It's the 1970s and women can't be mariachis, or can they? American Mariachi is a feel-good comedy about familia, amor, and tradición that will send your heart soaring and put a bounce in your step with a wave of vibrant, infectious live music. On stage through June 9th, tickets and information at latinotheaterco.org. Support for LAS comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies, held on select Fridays in May. Each film touches upon Spanish artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, including Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro and The Discreet Charm of the Bourgeoisie by Luis Buñuel. Screenings are at 4.30 p.m. on four consecutive Fridays starting May 10th. More information at nortonsimon.org. So each step you make must make you happy, peaceful, and serene. And each step brings you back to the present moment, which is the only moment in which you can be alive. And you do it as if you are the most, the happiest person in the world, happily serenely and if you can do that you succeed in walking meditation
deep breath, y'all. This is How to LA, and I'm Brian De Los Santos. So we're at the start of a brand new year, and it's already giving not-so-great vibes. And we're still just in January. I don't know about y'all, but 2022 was a year for me. It seems like everything moved so fast, and I could never keep up. Now, it seems like 2023 won't be much different. This year, though, I'm trying to prioritize a lot more calm in my life and find new ways to better deal with all this stress. New year, new me, right? (laughs) We love LA so much, but it's kind of weird, right? It seems like there's always a yoga class going on or some sort of meditation center around. Folks are obsessed with bettering themselves in some way. But with the traffic, the cost of living, the go, 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 go hustle culture, we're still one of the most stressed out cities in the world. Now, I'm not an expert in mental health and neither are my colleagues. We're not trying to give some sort of medical advice in this episode. What we hope to offer today is some accessible wellness, ideas for places to go and things to do that can help all of us calm the F down. Luckily, we live in a city where there's a whole bunch of natural beauty and places to find peace among the chaos. And today, we're talking specifically finding this through walking. Practicing walking meditation is to practice meditation while you walk. That was the famous Tibetan Buddhist master Thich Nhat Hanh talking about walking meditation to a group of practitioners in 1985. So we must be able to make steps in which no trace of sorrow and anxiety can be found, only peace and joy. Now, walking meditation isn't exactly just walking. It's walking in an intentional, concentrated way. And there are a ton of benefits to it. You don't have to do mindfulness sitting down. You can do mindfulness in a number of activities. And walking meditation is a wonderful way to practice mindfulness, especially for people who don't like to sit still. That's Diana Winston. She's the director of mindfulness education at UCLA's Mark Center. What we're typically doing with the walking meditation is there's some instruction on how to be present. In a breathing meditation, we would notice our breath and our attention would wander. And then we come and we bring it back to the sensation of breath, and let's say in our abdomen, chest, or nose. In a walking meditation, we're paying attention to something that's very obvious, like the sensations of our feet and legs. So you might notice the feeling of lifting and moving and placing and all the different sensations, the heaviness, the lightness, the pressure, the shifting. And if you really put your attention on that, You're developing this quality of mindfulness, being in the present moment. And then when your attention wanders away, you can then come right back to the sensations in your feet and legs. So that's one way to do it. There's other variations, like some people walk and as they walk, they take a breath. And so their breath is kind of timed with their steps. So that's another way. And then the third way, particularly when you're in a really beautiful place, is to do a more open, mindful walking so that you're really taking in the sights and the sounds and your body moving through space. And it's really a lovely way to feel connected to nature, to people around you, just to include that. 
But then if your mind goes off and you start worrying about things, what am I going to do tomorrow? I have to remember this or that. You just come back to this present moment. There's a bunch of research looking at how nature has a beneficial effect on our nervous systems, calming, creating more ease, a connection to more happiness. There's a study done in Japan. They've done a lot of studies in Scandinavia looking at what happens when you spend an hour a month outdoors in nature. And they show all these beneficial effects for stress. You know, we are human animals and we need to have connection to nature people often access states of mindfulness without any background in mindfulness, just by going out into some beautiful nature or even a park. Like something happens that calms, quiets our minds and help us feel more connected. So today, we're bringing you to a few special places in the city that are accessible to all. Places where you can find a little bit of peace, maybe practice walking meditation, or just chill. First up, we're headed to the Peace Awareness Labyrinth and Gardens in West Adams. Is this pool always full? It's on the grounds of this beautiful Italian Renaissance villa, built between 1910 and 1914 by an Italian winemaker. Oh, this is gorgeous. Here's a little bit of Hollywood trivia. Hollywood director and choreographer Busby Berkeley bought it in 1937. Now it's the headquarters of the Movement of Spiritual Inner Awareness, or MSIA. It's a non-denominational church that was founded in 1971. We basically restored the house and we created all the gardens. That's David Jaramillo. He's a customer care director here. So you can go there and see and meditate. It's truly an oasis in the city called meditation more like a, a spiritual exercises because it's like an exercise you get better at that when you keep like doing it practicing and practicing in the backyard there's this giant stone labyrinth that uses the same design as the chatra labyrinth in france <laughs> here's the labyrinth i butchered that but you know what i mean <laughs> and this is how uh, you access the the labyrinth and you just have to follow the white uh, path. Like sometimes when people walk in the labyrinth, they set an intention and then they walk the labyrinth and then they get like clarity, supposedly in the middle or just throughout the whole uh, walk. Then you walk out to this Asian-themed meditation garden with waterfalls, a koi pond, and seating areas to sit, breathe, meditate, and just reflect. You need to make reservations ahead of time, but it's only six bucks, and you can stay basically until they close at 5 p.m. People, when they come here, they're like, wow, I didn't know this exists. Here in the middle of, like, LA with all the traffic and, you know, how hectic the city gets, the energy, and it comes like a little, like you can breathe, you can like have this sense. Exhale. Yeah, exactly. Gorgeous. I think the next time I'm having a rough day, I might grab a journal, head over to the villa, walk the labyrinth, and write it all out next to the koi pond. Now, we just pulled up to a place called the Self-Realization Lake Shrine. 
It's in the middle of the Palisades, off the highway, and it has a little nook. It's pretty cute. We're in the parking lot. We're ready to check it out, and we'll see what's up. We'll see if we get a little clearer in our head. <laughs> it's basically a huge meditation garden with a path around the lake. We're walking on this soil path that's just surrounded by greens and trees and plants and a lake. And there are a few temples where you can go and meditate inside on certain days. And it's giving peaceful white lotus <laughs> energy just because it's so green here. It's so pretty. So this place is a global spiritual organization that was founded in the 20s by Paramahansa Yogananda, a Hindu monk. Yogananda, as he's typically referred to, is known as the father of yoga in the West. What's soothing here, at least for me, is a cascading sound of a waterfall around here. It's really pretty. It's completely non-denominational. Around the lake, you'll see emblems from all sorts of traditions, a Jewish star, a Buddhist lotus, a Christian cross, an Islamic crescent, Hindu symbols. The lake shrine here in the Palisades was founded in 1950, just before Yogananda died. Yogananda said he envisioned a spiritual environment where people from all over the world could come and, quote, experience peace of the heart and mind. You have to make a parking reservation, mm -hmm. but it's all free. And there's even a free meditation class in one of those temples on Sundays. For those of you who are ready to maybe start your New Year's resolution, Alrighty, folks, that's all we've got for you today. And I'm going to keep enjoying this pocket of sun and walking around these beautiful gardens. And to help you experience some meditative sun, Diana Winston is leading us all through a walking meditation practice that you can do anywhere. Like at any of these beautiful places in L.A. we just explored. So once you've arrived, let's find a place to stand Close your eyes for a second and just feel your body standing here in space. Just notice your feet on the ground. Take a breath. And now let's open our eyes and take in the sights in front of you. Just notice what's here, the visual. See if you can receive it without getting into an analysis of there's that and there's that. Just receiving the sights in front of you and enjoying. So now let's start the walking meditation. You can begin to walk a few steps and as you walk these steps, walk slower than your normal pace and really notice all of the sensations, the lifting of the foot, the moving, the placing, the pressure, the shifting of the weight, and then take another step. And now you can choose the rate you want to go at. You can go faster or slower. If you go really slow, you're going to notice a lot of sensations. And walk about 10 steps with awareness of what's happening in your feet and legs. When you get to the end of the 10 steps, just pause Look around, take in the beauty again, notice it. What do you see, hear, feel? And now you can keep going if you want to. You can continue on in a path. 
staying connected to your body, connected to your feet, connected to the experience of the nature in front of you whenever you wish. everyone feel better? All right, that was Diana Winston from UCLA. Now, maybe you're not ready to start your meditation practice just yet, but I hope we've all been reminded that we live in a beautiful place. And amongst all the hard times we're having as a city, as a society, a culture, as a world, there are pockets of peace, and it's up to us to find them. We've got some resources on our website with some more details on these places and more, so you can plan your visit. Go to Elias.com slash HowToLA. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe that quality journalism makes Los Angeles a better place to live. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps.